guess who's back? Back again. I don't know the rest from there. Tell a friend. I said, what's up? That's not the last line. Okay. The the third one was correct. The fourth one was wrong. Okay. Right. Yeah, I mean, I was locked to that. Lost after the second line. I saw you get ready for back again, and I said it, and then I was like, I fucking ruined his thunder. <laughs> no, I don't care. I'm popping balloons. Uh, we're back again. The Gamers 2 Podcast, your weekly round... Not this week. Weekly roundup of news and commentary related... Bi-weekly. <laughs> To the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interests. Might. Like this peach monster and the fact that we're watching playoff baseball. This is the most baseball I've watched in a month. That's, yeah. Facts. Just facting. Yeah. This dude's a rookie. Is he? The guy pitching. And he's, they got him in. Sal Frank. Damn. Talk about stressed. Maybe we'll see a class. Did good the other night. Oh. You know, what I'm, you know what I'm happy about? This game's not 10 to 0. It's close. We played close in the desert. It was I'm, 10 unlike to the 0. Fir- unlike the first two games, which weren't close at all in Philly. <laughs> well, I think that just goes to show which seems better. Does it? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. All right. <laughs> But anyway. Yeah. I guess we shall. We shall endeavor to say a lot of things. Like all these new releases that I'm only going to talk about from this week. Yeah. Fuck last week. And fucking who wasn't even. Doesn't even huh? There was no last week. Last week is a concept. Time is a concept. Number one, growth for the PC. Number two, SpongeBob SquarePants, the cosmic shake makes its way to the new generation. SpongeBob SquarePants. Windy Meadow, a road warden tale for the PC. Cyber Knights Flashpoint for the PC. Diablo 4 Season 2, Legend Creatures 2 for the PC, Overpass 2 for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox, Sonic Superstars for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch, Matt's favorite game, Alaskan Road Truckers for the PC, number 10, Life of Delta for the PlayStation and Xbox, number 11, The 7th Guest VR, PC VR Quest, and PSVR 2, number 11.5, My Mouth is Flemmy. Coming to you from this office. Number 12, Agatha Christie, Murder on the Orient Express for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number 13, Airport Sim for the PC. Number 14, Animal Hospital for the PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number 15, Chaos on Wheels for the PC. Number 16, Endless Dungeon for PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Number 17, Forgive Me Father 2 for the PC. There was a first one. That must have been. Oh, they're psyching us out. Number 18, The Gap. For PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Do you go shopping in it? For preppy clothes? Or... But like discounted preppy clothes. Or do you 
go looking for thigh gap. Mind the gap. Mind the gap. I, Between the train and the platform. Okay. Between their two front teeth. Between their legs. Well, one of those is not like the other. You decide. (laughs) (laughs) Number 19, Hot Wheels Unleashed 2 Turbocharged. Well, PlayStation, Xbox, Switch. Number 20, the Jackbox Party Pack 10. Still, still just. Still coming up. Popping those out. Operation Valor for the PC, Marvel's Spider-Man 2 for PlayStation, Nate's Game of the Weekend, and Super Mario Bros. Wonder for the Switch, Nate's Christmas List. There it is. Wahoo. New games, if you're into that sort of thing. Yeah, if you have time to play one. <laughs> he said the thing that he said the truth out loud. <laughs> All right, little little primer. Uh, lots of short things to read this week. Okay, just just throwing that out there. Thirty five of them. So there you go. What are you feeling? Odds or evens? You not wrong. Thirty five plus another nine. It'll be to forty forty three. 44. Math and photo for first part of bullets in here. Is my uh, King of the Hill impression. Sounds good. Okay. Sounds I'm good. feeling evens. Alright, he's even Steven. There were a lot of games in that list. Are you going to play any of those? Um, I am going to play Marvel this weekend. It's already preloaded. And I just was like, I don't want to start this before you showed up, so I'm going to race around in Gran Turismo. To be 100% realistic and honest, I'll probably play none of these games. That's true. Is there one you wanted to play? Uh, I know you didn't play the previous Spider-Man. Yeah, I have no Not care. a Super Mario person. No. Airport Sim. I mean, the Hot Wheels games, the first one was really good, so I'd be interested in that. Oh, no. Two runs. You jinxed it with your... With your ten, got you got greedy. Um, <laughs> I done did the bad thing. Jackbox are always good. I'm curious what's in ten. I should have looked. Yeah, I I'm curious what is in all of them after like three. Well, some of them they usually always put in like a like Fibbage four or something like they just put in a new one with new prompts Updated, and everything. Yeah. Uh. And then they usually come up with a couple new games every now and then as well. Mm. So I'd expect some some classics plus some new ones. All right, but yeah, you said right. we got thirty five, so we got a while ago. All right, number one, Activision Blizzard is now officially a part of Microsoft. We're done. We're done with it. That's a funny joke. Sorry, spoilers. Within hours of the UK Competition and Markets Authority giving the long-debated acquisition a green light, Microsoft announced that it has completed the deal, making Activision Blizzard a wholly-owned subsidiary. Microsoft Gaming CEO Phil Spencer welcomed Activision Blizzard to the fold in a statement on the Xbox Wire site that included, quote, 
Today, we start the work to bring beloved Activision, Blizzard, and King franchises to Game Pass and other platforms. Can you do that in a Kennedy impression? Today, no, I don't know if I could do Kennedy <laughs> without it sounding just like really disrespectful. Is that every impression we do? <laughs> I would like to hope that no, we, we sound terrible every time. Uh, in a letter to employees, Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick suggested that the deal will bring his time with the company to a close in the near future. Woo! Quote, I have long said that I am fully committed to helping with the transition. Phil has asked me to stay on as CEO of ABK, reporting to him, and we have agreed that I will do that through the end of 2023. We both look forward to working together on a smooth integration for our teams and players, end quote. Ubisoft also weighed in on the deal, saying, quote, We're excited to share that Ubisoft has now obtained the perpetual cloud streaming rights for Call of Duty and all other Activision Blizzard titles, releasing over the next 15 years. Ubisoft is a long-standing long believer in the power of cloud gaming, and these streaming rights will enable us to deliver even more experiences to players in more places than ever before. Now that the deal is complete, we can begin working on the operational aspects of bringing these games to Ubisoft Plus, our subscription offer. End quote. Additionally, Microsoft has confirmed it will honor its labor neutrality agreement with the Communication Workers of America following its historical acquisition. Uh, some more stuff. ABK games won't show up on Game Pass until 2024 due to the uncertainty surrounding the acquisition. They didn't want to start working on it until they were certain it was happening. Uh, and then Phil Spencer said that the Call of Duty said that for Call of Duty, the goal is 100% parity across all consoles. So everyone is getting the same content, and no one console is getting exclusive betas. Looking at you, PlayStation. King of the ex- exclusive beta. Yep. Oh, and uh, just to mention on the ABK game showing up on Game Pass, expect Candy Crush to be the first thing you see. Oh, yeah. Just to be clear, it's mm-hmm. probably the easiest thing to port over. Um, Xbox will take a respectful approach to revisiting the amazing trove of Activision Blizzard franchises. Spencer said, quote, I feel that we have to be a great custodian for the content. These games belong in a museum. (laughs) (laughs) Get the reference. Love it. Uh, Homie can't throw a strike. All right. So a lot of interesting stuff. Questions, comments, concerns. I am happy Bobby's getting out. Be good, good fucking riddance. I am happy that it's uh, mostly over with. Yes. And I am okay with not hearing about it for uh, a year, year and a half. Yeah. The, Until I, they're like, here you go. When When I'm okay hearing about it from now on is going to be the discussion around Hey, this game is now on Game Pass or yeah. whatever. Or hey, we're making we brought we're bringing back this IP. StarCraft Three is real. Yeah. Realistically, uh, you probably won't see any massive changes or any weird moves or anything like that for like a year. I would think, but at least, know. yeah. Nothing that's yeah, nothing that's massive. And anybody hoping for WoW on Game Pass within the next year, just calm down. That's yeah. not happening. That's not to say that the installer might not be there, but you're not going to get it included with a subscription. That's just not. Nope. 
Yeah. I would love to be wrong. It's let hard me, for me well, to let put, me be clear. It's hard for me to picture them moving it to Game Pass. I can picture them allowing you to like install it and have it that way, mm-hmm. but not not be included price wise. Like I can say, I can I can see them doing this. If you have Game Pass, the expansion is free because that is included in that. Yeah, but not the subscription. That's not a bad idea. I can see them doing that. And now that BlizzCon is happening, after the acquisition is done, who knows what the future holds? Do 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 do. Welcome to the Twilight Zone. The Twilight Zone. Number two, relatively uh, important, I guess, kind of. Sure. Well. I guess it deals with Microsoft. Number two, Pete Hines is leaving Bethesda after 24 years. Quote, I am retiring and will begin an exciting new chapter of my life, exploring interests and passions, donating my time where I can and taking more time to enjoy life. Quote, no, that's not in quote. This was not a decision I came to easily or quickly, but after an amazing career culminating in the incredible launch of Starfield, it feels like the time is right, end quote. Hines said he will continue to being a part of the Bethesda community and thanked the fans he had met during his time with the company. Hines joined Bethesda in 1999 at a time when the company was primarily a PC game developer. One of his first major releases with the company was The Elder Scrolls III Morrowind, the first title in the series to be released on a console. Pete, legend. End of an era, perhaps. Kind of. There's only one other really recognizable face at that studio. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe he'll throw a curveball and be like, you a fucking imagine if they're like, The Elder Scrolls Six is coming out, and I'm not finishing it. See ya! <laughs> it's like, I'm out. Got some oil to get. <laughs> These fields ain't gonna drill themselves. Yeah. Pete. It's going to be weird seeing like a new face come out and do certain things alongside Todd. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you saw it for like specific games. There's not, I, it's unfortunate that they haven't, they don't have someone to step in, you know, like there's I'm not sure, a recognizable, I'm sure, pro- I'm sure they probably, oh I know, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. There's not, there's not like a clear, Oh, Pete's not doing it. This person will. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't like uh like groom a successor. I don't know. It's just that phrase. Interesting. Guy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Got a lot Fra- of phrasing. Phrasing. All right, number three. Maybe they don't. Maybe they just do what they were doing before where they had Todd uh took care of like the major things and then it'll now be the people from like id or whatever doing their own. Yeah, maybe. And now they're part of that. Microsoft, maybe they didn't need him. Yeah. Like maybe they, so maybe they just don't need to fill that spot. Maybe. We will find out eventually. All right, number three. Less than a month after detailing a controversial change to its business model, Unity has announced that John Ricciatello... You think that's like a shh noise? Like a, like a shh Ricciatello or a Rick? two C's. What's the Italian version? I don't know. Ricciello. Is that Italian? Is that racist? I don't know. 
yes. <laughs> yeah, yes is the correct answer. I'm going to guess it's like rich. So rich Italo. Right, but more more Italian like Gorgelami, you know, doing the doing the the Inglorious Bastards version of Italian. Yeah, I don't got that. So instead of instead of rich Italo, it's just that middle part just needs to be slurred. Ricitella. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> uh, it's not it's not like it's Rick yeah. Nitello. It's yeah. just Ricitello. Yeah. That I almost becomes an E. Wild. Uh Unity has announced that John Ricitello will Nailed retire it. as CEO and president. Ricitello has served in the role since twenty fourteen and the executive uh will also leave his position on the board of directors as chairman. James M. Whitehurst will step into the role of interim CEO and president of Unity. Additionally, the lead to independent Unity board director. Wow. Uh, Roloff Botha. That's a Star Wars name. That, that is that 100% a 100% Star Wars can, name. That is a canteen bartender if I've ever met one. <laughs> Has been an appointed chairman. Unity's board will begin searching for a new permanent CEO. Oh, yeah. Go meet Roloff Botha in the. That is a over in the canteen. Cantina. Wild. They have so much so many pieces to pick up at that company. They took a thousand piece jigsaw, finished, and just threw that shit off that table so fast. Shattered against the wall. And that took them months to build. Yeah. Because there are no edges. Man, this game's a walk fest now. <laughs> we walking. Places to walk. Number four. The British Esports Association has responded to backlash following the announcement of its partnership with the Saudi Esports Federation. In a statement shared on social media, the UK's national body for esports I'm not going to get used to that yeah, I don't. being a thing. Mm-hmm. Their national body for esports said it was aware the announcement raised questions and concerns within our community and wanted to address these openly and honestly. The BEA shared its belief that every quote belief that every individual, regardless of their gender, race, religion, or sexual orientation, should be able to participate and thrive in the esports industry. End quote. Adding that, quote, this has not changed and will not change, end quote. It also clarified that it had, tablet, hello, that it had not received any monetary contributions of any kind from its partnership with the Saudi Esports Federation, and this partnership is not a commercial agreement or sponsorship. In its initial announcement, the BEA noted that part of the agreement will see the two organizations host home and away matches competing at the National Esports Performance Campus in Sunderland and Gamers 8 in Saudi Arabia in 2024. So there seems like there's a lot of glossing over and them trying to... No, we we just entered up... Uh, we made a handshake. We didn't take any money from them. And we also believe that everybody should still exist. While agreeing to Saudi Arabia, clearly saying, no, they shouldn't. Like, yeah. What? 
Yeah, this is in here strictly because of the Saudi push recently. Seems to be a common topic as far as sports go. The sports washing. Yeah. Any, Are you familiar? Any, do, you, do you have any thoughts on that that you care to share? Uh, on, on which part specifically? Any just of it, like, really. Just the, the Saudi angle? Or? I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like... Yeah, I'm a, kind of sick of organizations just making deals with them and pretend and then like yeah no no we're gonna go do whatever there and it's like but we also believe in uh inclusivity and whatever and i'm like okay then you need to have if that's the case it's fine that you enter the partnership but i want to see pride actively supported in saudi arabia at your event yeah yeah it's a common topic that comes up um when formula one's racing in the middle east yeah like, they're like, all right, if we're all about these things, why the fuck are we here right now? Or even if we are, even if we are, I want all the cars in rainbow. Yeah. Like, let's fucking go. Bring it on. Typical, typical, like, uh, corporate bullshit. Yeah. For the most part. We like money, but not human rights. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Does my ability to have human rights get in the way of you having money? Man. That's unfortunate. For you. (laughs) Corporations go, pooh, gross. (laughs) Right? In my economy? (laughs) I can't monetize that. Oh, wait, I can. Here's some rainbow stuff. I found a way to monetize Chilean miners stuck in a mine that I should have been able to get out. (laughs) I can monetize anything. All right, number four. Five. You did four. I'm on five. Number five. As reported by Bloomberg, some Disney executives have allegedly suggested that CEO Bob Iger could transform the company from a game and licensee to publisher by acquiring EA. Iger is reportedly, quote, noncommittal, end quote, about the potential acquisition. EA reportedly discussed acquisition plans with Disney last year. The publisher also allegedly talked with NBC Universal, Amazon, and Apple. However, talks with NBC Universal reportedly fell through. Disney was a games publisher until 2016 when it closed Disney Infinity Studio Avalanche and exclusively stuck to a licensing model for properties it owns for developers to use. Do you remember Disney Infinity? I do a little bit, yeah. That was wild. That was wild. That was a big push. There's a massive push. We had a whole 12-foot section dedicated to it at work. Yeah. All the fucking figurines. People hunting them. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you get did you get Captain Jack Sparrow in? Uh, no. And then What I do rem- you mean? And then I remember the sets being on clearance for, like, fucking ever. Yeah. And then they, yeah, they had three packs. They had individual ones. Mm-hmm. You had a whole, oh, my God. You know what I'm sad didn't take off. Thinking about that at the same time, it like had its moment, but then it didn't. It didn't continue to keep thriving. The Spyro one? No. Okay. The Spyro one is was the one that made the most money out of all of these. Yes. The Lego one? Yes. Lego Dimensions. Lego Dimensions was this is the coolest one. It was the coolest, but I also think it was the most expensive. Yes, I agree with that same sentence. Skylanders is the Spyro one you're thinking of. Yes, Skylanders. That one we, we had we had a problem, man. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm going to have PTSD. We keep talking about this. <laughs> Skylander struck first, for sure. So Skylander got... struck first and made bank, but then made the mistake of doing too much. Yeah, and then they, like, disappeared the fastest. I yeah. Think. It just all of a sudden was, like, gone. Yeah. They they went to start it. They, tr- they were, like, slowly realizing that their main line stuff was kind of falling away, so they started making all those expansions and different types, and then it's like, all right, never mind, man. It's just too much. And Yeah. I still think Dimension, Lego Dimensions was probably the best version because no matter what, you still had Legos. Yeah. They still did something outside of the game. Yeah. And even if you just took out the one part that was the the part that like allowed you to be in the portal, you mm-hmm. still had Legos. So, yeah. Um, that was a what would thought. be wild is if Disney did buy EA because that puts them and ESPN in the same ho- in the same house. That'd be a mess. There was once a, there was once a time, Matt, back in the year two thousand and five, roughly, Cir- circa. Because I don't know how far away I am in actual year numbers. Okay, um, where ESPN published games, or like at least had their rights to like ESPN football and stuff like that. Interesting. They did exist for a little while. It's kind of like before 2K kind of took off. Then 2K was trying to do football, and then 2K gave up on football because EA just dominated it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that could put them under the same house again, and then you could have stuff like uh, like halftime shows and Madden being done by ESPN crew, and like there 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 could be that potential. Yeah, because everything would be under one umbrella. I mean, it would be interesting because it would give them the most complete package. Yes. Um, the alternative would be something like I don't know. I mean. I guess you could put Ubisoft on the table, but that's like EA is turnkey. Ubisoft needs work. Right. And they're still in their beginning venture with Ubisoft in their first Star Wars game. But they've had history with EA from Battlefront and everything yeah. else. So. And apparently Star Wars The Old Republic getting a new patch. Did you not see that thing I sent you to? No. It was a shader that somebody... Bubble. It was a shader that somebody had put in. He had puberty, guys. Hey, hello. <laughs> Good evening. Hi, my name is Barbara. I'm here to give you a massage. <laughs> <laughs> Did that to somebody? They're like, why is your voice so deep? And I'm like, hello, I'm Barbara. Um, <laughs> the blanked on my entire train of thought. Old Republic patch. There was an Old Republic patch. And they had somebody I somehow came across my feet and somebody's like, Oh my god, they finally showed off the shaders that I put in the character pane from like one of the you could make a stormtrooper's full suit like red and it had like this uh kind of glossy like glow balancing in the reflections and stuff mm. they were spinning it around. I was like, What do you mean there's a new patch for the old republic? And then I start seeing all these because I follow, I found one tweet and now all of a sudden yeah, it's like the algorithm's like shove it down his throat. Yeah. So here's the algorithm going, well, 7.4 is out and there's here things, here's things for your stronghold. And there's this new story part over here. There's this, 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 it's like, they're still going. Well, they handed it off to a different company now. So yeah, a little it, bit of honeymoon phase going on. It's still going, it's still kicking. All right. Shall we go to number six? Sure. Paradox. Interactive has announced it will write down things. 
has announced it will write down capitalized development costs for the Lamplighters League and confirmed layoffs occurred at developer Harebrained Schemes earlier this year. Paradox CEO Frederick Vester. I'm assuming that's Wester, but uh, Frederick without a C, so. Said, quote, the Lamplighters League is a fun game with many strengths. Even though we see cautiously positive player numbers in subscription services, the commercial reception has been too weak, which is frankly a big disappointment. Game projects are by their nature always risky, but at the end of the day, we haven't performed at the level we should. It is painful, but makes us more eager to roll up our sleeves and do better, end quote. Layoffs happened at Lamplighter League's developer Paradox-owned harebrained schemes over the summer, which we said before, and the news was first shared on Reset Era by a former employee who said that 80% or so of the studio was let go in July. Update. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Update. Update. Paradox Interactive and Harebrained Schemes have agreed to part ways on January 1st, 2024. Both parties said the decision was a part of their strategic and creative priorities. Uh, Strategically and creatively, Matt, I think it would be best if we went our separate ways. Yeah. Paradox is probably like, hey, we're going to shut you down. And they're like, yeah, we don't really want to do that. Is there any alternative? And they're like, the next well, one, you could get the fuck out. If I if I get in a relationship anytime soon and I need to end it, I'm using that. Okay. For our strategic and creative difference priorities, we need to separate. Uh, how would you feel if a, if a chick like dropped that on you when she was like, you know, I, if she said we need to strategically separate? Yeah. I don't know what I would. I, I might just stare at her like, I don't know what. I don't know what the proper response is here. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, do you mean I need to go down this aisle while you go down this one and we need to, like, sneak through the store? Or do you mean, like. She's like, yeah, but permanently. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, we're going to do a Paul Walker Vin Diesel movement. Okay. I drive down the other road. Oh. Gotcha. <laughs> I still, I still would probably just be like, you know, Matt, I don't feel great, but like, you're not gonna believe what she fucking said. <laughs> <laughs> Told me we uh, need to strategically part ways. Crazy. So I drew up a battle map. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, all right, moving on to number seven. Did you? What's up with this lamplighter league? Did did uh I have like XCOM. Any... Yeah, I haven't seen anything about it though. So I'm... Game Pass. Okay. There are the two th- I have told you now the two things I know. Alright. It's all it's all there is to hear, folks. Here's here's what I saw. And it's probably a fun game. But I saw XCOM and I immediately just had visions in my head of a ninety nine percent shotgun chance from one square away missing and it went, I can't I can't do that to myself anymore. Yeah. I could barely stand that type of treatment uh, when I was playing Fallout with the VAT system. And the only reason why they get a pass is because it's Bethesda and it's all fucked up. Right. And also, I could just turn off VATs and shoot them. Yes. Yeah. No option for that in XCOM. No. No, there's no option where it says, you put the gun in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Number seven. 
Analog has announced that it is working on an N64 FPGA machine. The device, inspired by the Nintendo 64, will launch in 2024, and among its features is the option to display 64-bit era games in 4K. A price was not announced, but the console follows Analog's product slate of retro devices ranging from handheld to home consoles. This May, pre-orders were open for the Analog Duo, a system inspired by the TurboGrafx-16, also known as the PC Engine, outside of North America. Duo is compatible with Hue cards, Turbo chips, and CD-ROM game formats, and has a retail price of $250 hairs. Analog announced the device in 2020. Wild man, it is wild. I don't, I can't, I can't picture what an, a C- Nintendo sixty four game would look like in four K. Right, man. yeah. There's, there's that part just from like the visual. Like I plug this in and it's an N sixty four game in four K. Then there's a the technical part where you go. In order to do three D stuff in that space, and then now do it on. <laughs> on this card or whatever is just like a very cool thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. To be doing hardware emulation, not software. Yep. I can like I'm curious. I, I'm genuinely curious to see how good their upscaling is. Because we got some crazy tech now. I I I would probably <laughs> register pretty good. Yeah, if I was a betting man, and that and pretty good was a betting line. I'm curious where they go with the price, though. True. Two fifties, a lot of money. Two fifties, too rich for my blood. Yeah, I'm wondering if you go cheaper. That was my thought. Was like you should make it cheaper because, like, someone who's looking for the the uh, Turbo Graphics 16, that's a very niche product, and I'm assuming they're they. They're more willing to play pay a higher price tag. Yeah. Whereas Ooh. the Nintendo sixty four, you can still get those, and it really isn't that hard to like. The harder parts of cartridges. Yeah. Like in terms of buying them. Yeah. Because people want out the ass money, which is silly. But anyway, number eight. Following months of rumors and unofficial looks and leaks. Sony has finally lifted the lid on the new PlayStation 5 hardware revision with a trailer and blog post. The official PlayStation blog also revealed some information on the new PlayStation 5 hardware revision, which has been reduced in volume by more than 30% and weight by 18% and 24% compared to the previous models. The new console will also launch with an attachable disk drive, as rumored in the past few months. The attachable drive will be available for purchase for $80. Both the standard and digital edition of the new console will feature a 1TB SSD and two front USB Type-C ports. The new PlayStation 5 model will start rolling out during the month of November at participating retailers. Yeah, they I s- am not buying one. I am also not buying one. Um, they changed up the uh, shell design. They split it. Yeah, so that way you can actually put the disc in. Mm-hmm. What I do like is that the the version they're the same. So the version that you buy with the the drive there, the drive is still attached detachable. Yeah, you just 
bundled it in essentially. Yeah, and I think you get both shells. So, you know, if you don't use it, you can pop it off. Yeah, and... you do get you get both. So that way yeah. you can. That's why it's a pop off and changeable shell. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting, I guess. All right. Number nine, rumor roundup. According to a new report posted on the Wall Street Journal, Netflix attempted to release a new entry in the Grand Theft Auto series through a licensing deal with Take-Two, which ultimately failed. Good. Yes. Wise decision from Take Two. Um, according to French publication, a French publication, Grand Theft Auto Six is follow this one. This one, I it took me a while to try to like figure out this statement. This. Why did you even put this in here? Grand Theft Auto Six's <laughs> visual leap over Red Dead Redemption Two exceeds the gap between Red Dead Redemption Two and GTA Five. Cool. For anybody, exactly. for anybody that's trying to figure that out, take the 2013 release of GTA 5, compare it to Red Dead Redemption 2 in 2018. Now think of how good that is. This is supposed to be better. There you I go. don't believe it. I don't believe anything. I have no soul. Uh, a journalist has claimed that Microsoft's 343 <laughs> Industries... Believe. It's working on a new Halo campaign within Unreal Engine. I feel like we heard that before somewhere. Oh my god. Put co-op in, you cowards. Yeah, stop fucking around. The yet-to-be-announced Fallout 3 and Elder Scrolls... Obli- Elder Scrolls 4... 4? 4. Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion remasters are going to be Xbox-exclusive releases, according to rumors circulating the interwebs. Makes sense. I think that does make sense. The yet-to-be-announced PlayStation 5 Pro is, is to be powered by a custom 8-core Zen 2 CPU combined with an RDNA 3-based hybrid GPU with 60 compute units running at 25 to 2500 to 2800 megahertz. That all checks out. It's just a slightly upgraded version of what's currently there. Uh, Sony has patented. But you do not a... understand how much more power they the were power. able to put inside of the PS5 Pro, and now with the available external Blu-ray reader, you too can. Sorry, that's my Cerny impression. Boom! You just got Cerny. <laughs> um, <laughs> you imagine they did like a 2008 YouTube montage whenever he walked out on stage, just. <laughs> <Cerny>! <laughs> Uh, you're about to get cerny. <laughs> um, I don't know where that came from. I don't fucking know either. I love it though. Uh, Sony has patented a console controller that houses and charges wireless earbuds. And honestly, I think this is the best idea they've had in years. But where does it house and charge them? What do you mean? Where does it house and charge them? Um, like. Do they put an extra pack on the back? No, they just like go into the because they should just go into the the handle part. They do well. They do, but not on like the bottom. They kind of like so you have bigger hands than me, so that might not I be do. the case. But 
You know what to say about big hands. Um, big gloves. They go kind of like where your index fingers would 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 sit on a controller, probably. They go into the grips, the back of the grips, based uh, on the the sketches. I, I hold mine lower or higher. No, I I I don't grip a controller anymore. You go like this. Yeah, I go not claw grip, but I'm I'm resting on trigger bumper. Yeah. Funny thing about hands and my size. Mm-hmm. Hello. Uh, so they got we have VR stuff, right? Controllers and whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know how controllers are, where they're they're adjustable to fit the hands. So that way you can you can strap your hand in and not you know huck your controller across the room, a la yeah. old Wii videos getting flown into a TV. Yeah. Um, and so I was trying to help somebody with something, and I'm like trying to put my hand in the controller, and I realize very quickly I'm gonna be holding this thing like Hulk handing down tacos to somebody mm. because I can only get my hand in so far. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'm just, it's a good thing I'm not actually using this. I'm just going to kind of just make sure press buttons. Okay, it works. All right, there you go. You can have it back. And they can actually put their hand in the grip it because I was like, I don't want to undo your measurement to actually put my hand in. But I was like, Jive, you guys got baby hands. <laughs> it's a curse. Not to mention they all have smaller heads than I do too. So now I'm trying to put the headset on and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, you little fucking apple head. Um, just want to squish it. Where was I? Analysts expect Sony to react to Xbox's acquisition of Activision Blizzard with a major acquisition of its own. Many are speculating that Sony might try to branch out further into film, TV, and entertainment. So I don't know, whatever that means. Sega. It's planning to release a new Sonic the Hedgehog game next year, according to a planned a planning document leaked on Reddit. And then Nintendo has reiterated that it plans to use its Nintendo account system to help smooth the transition from Switch to its next unannounced gaming platform. Switch. Switch. I still hope that's what it it's was. It's me, a Switch. <laughs> it's a me, a Switch. Which is just Switch spelled with two eyes. Oh, I would be so pissed. I'd be so happy. (laughs) (laughs) The duality of man. I would be so happy if they named it the Switch. Fuck it. What do you want to do here? I'm going to start, and we'll see how far I can get. A new union for game developers has formed in Poland following three rounds of layoffs at Cyberpunk 2077 Studios' CD Projekt Red over the summer. Membership is open to full-time employees, contractors, and more, so long as they are employed with a Polish contract. So, if you are uh, Polish, you can be a union. Uh, that also said, in case you're not here or in case you're curious, we are going through questionable things on not full paragraphs. Number two, over. <laughs> he only made it one, boys and girls. Uh, number two, over 100 employees at Just Cause developer Avalanche Studios have unionized. I almost read that as unionized. Just so <laughs> they unionized. <laughs> The unionized negotiation began last week and are ongoing, which, by the way, unionizing is just called. <laughs> oh, I'm going to stop the reading. 
Number three, over 6,100 gaming jobs have been lost so far over the past year due to layoffs and studio closures, according to new data. Technical artist Farhan Noor has been tracking layoff numbers since the beginning of 2023 on videogameslayoffs.com. That should not be a site. It's a it's a site, and it's got some all like sorts a, of. It's a foreboding site. It's got all sorts of graphs and little facts and stuff all over. You it. imagine just trying to go there to figure out if you've been laid off because <laughs> your company doesn't tell you. Uh, that like that's going to be a news story this it's, year. Yeah, it's hundred percent. It's the same with like the sports players that find out they're getting traded by watching ESPN because mm-hmm. their team didn't tell them yet. Yeah, and you're like, what the? how is that? Like, how is that a thing? Uh, number four, EA Sports FC 24 has reached a player count of 11.3 million globally since the week of its launch. Meanwhile, EA Sports FC Mobile hit 11.2 million users 10 days after its release. So, uh, only off by 0.1 million. Number five, Black Salt Games Fishing Adventure Dredge has more than a million sales. Hey, good for you. You guys just got DLC coming out, too. Number that six. game looks interesting. It'd be up your alley. Yeah, fishing. You'd vibe. Yeah. Minus the the Cthulhu part of it, but you'd vibe. Yeah. Number six, a year after unveiling the co-development studio Calypt, Calypt, Virtuous Studios has shut it down. They said that this was an isolated decision and will not affect other studio locations. Then number seven, retro game and game emulation firm Implicit Conversations has unveiled a new headquarters in Canada. Implicit Conversions. Wow, I said conversations. Implicit Conversions has... Also a good name. <laughs> Implicit Conversions has released titles such as Ape Escape, Wild Arm 2, and Jumping Flash. Number eight, Team 17's restructuring could end with the publisher laying off one-third of its employees, according to Eurogamer. The indie publisher's formal consultation for the cuts is expected to conclude next month with up to 91 people's jobs at risk in the process. Number nine, Zen Studios, the creators behind Pinball FX has reportedly laid off 32 employees. Is that the new pinball? That's not. Number 10, Modern Times Group has acquired a majority stake in Snowprint Studios for an undisclosed sum. The acquisition will see the digital entertainment company provide the Swedish-based studio with tools and knowledge. Number 11, Avalanche Studios has announced that it will launch a new office in Montreal, Canada. The studio will be Avalanche's fifth. The Canadian expansion comes after it acquired Montreal-based game developer Monster Closet and maybe you shouldn't have therefore laid off people from Avalanche. <laughs> Number 12, the International Olympic Committee has announced plans to create the Olympic esports games. Number 13, Fragbite is set to acquire Fall Damage, the Swedish-based studio behind the upcoming free-to-play competitive title Alara Prime. Fall Damage was founded in 2017 by DICE veterans. Number 14, ARMA developer Bohemia Interactive has issued a statement criticizing the use of in-game images by people online claiming it to be real war footage from Israel and Palestine. Also saw some stuff with Unreal that was getting kind of... Boy, we're kind of getting too close to real, reality. Number 15, Minecraft has sold over 300 million copies worldwide. Number 16, Niantic has announced that its location-based RPG Monster Hunter Now has been downloaded 10 million times. Lies of P has sold 1 million units. Roblox is set to move back to working in office. According to an update shared with employees, they will be provided with the option to join a three-day in-office schedule Tuesday to Thursday or take a severance package. Come in or get fuck out. Number 19, Games Job Board Work with Indies will donate 100% of its revenue to organizations providing aid to Palestine. Number 20, UK developer Frontier is planning to lay off an unknown number of employees as it conducts an organizational review of its business. Disappointing financial performance, including lower than expected sales of F1 manager, prompted cost cutting. 
Number 21, Epic Games 2, <laughs> what? Epic Games has unveiled the Now on Epic, which will allow companies that bring their existing titles to the Epic Games Store to earn 100% of their revenue during the first six months. Number 22, City Skylines 2 developer Colossal Order has raised their minimum and recommended PC specs, and now they warn they haven't achieved the benchmark we targeted. Despite this, they are sticking to their October PC release date. Number 23, Best Buy has confirmed they will stop selling Blu-rays and DVDs after the 2023 holiday season. They continue to sell physical video games for now, and you fuckers that want discs, get them while they're hot. Same thing for Walmart. That's the rumor, at least. All right, number 24. being part of their Black Friday ad. (laughs) No more discs. All discs, half off. No more after this sale. (laughs) Number 24, Ubisoft announced yet another last-minute delay for X Defiant, its free-to-play arcade first-person shooter. Number 25, Microsoft is offering a free Diablo 4 trial for all Xbox players this weekend. Steam Deck verified now. Ooh, that's good shit. Uh, Number 26, four-player co-op is coming to Pokemon Go. It will allow groups of up to four to share progress on in-game challenges, receive bonuses when battling together, and other advantages that are unique to being in a party. Uh, number 27. Like sadness. And group depression. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Pokemon goes weird. Yeah, it is. Uh, number 27. Like a, like a dragon Gaiden. Gaiden? Gaiden? Gaiden. Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden. Uh, Ninja Gaiden? I don't know. See, I said that's why I'm asking. I don't know. What about Afro Samurai? Afro Samurai. I don't know. Like a Dragon Gaiden. This is another game. I don't know if you remember it. Yeah, I do. Okay. It was also um, an anime. Well, also, launch... I've also stopped you talking about the same thing for the last five times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like a Dragon Gaiden will launch without an English dub. There currently isn't a release date for the English language voice pack. At launch, the game will be playable only in Japanese. With English subtitles. Frankly, I'm kind of okay with this. Yeah, I think a lot of people are. I'm I'm down. It's not gonna stop me from playing that. Yeah. Ore, ore. <laughs> <laughs> that is my Japanese. That is not a word I said. Uh, number twenty-eight. Ubisoft has announced that Montreal will serve as its North American hub for its production operations. Ubisoft's North American production comprises six Canadian studios and three U.S. studios. Consolidation of operations is projected to be set by September 2024. Could they pick a more French place? Quebec, I guess, maybe? I don't think so. Unless it was just France. That's true. <laughs> true. Which it would not, I would not put it past Ubisoft to be like, our North American productions hub is in France. <laughs> and then everybody just goes, you know that's not in North America, right? And they're like, no. It is. And you're like, I, you know what? <laughs> Whatever, guys. Uh, <laughs> somebody's actively like showing a map to them, going like, no. "This is all France." <laughs> yeah, they, uh-huh. they they have one in their <laughs> they have one in their fucking office that looks like the Roman Empire, and it just covers <laughs> France is colored <laughs> red all the way through the U.S. Oh, like this is all the land that we conquered. <laughs> <laughs> 29, Devolver Digital has donated to the ongoing relief efforts for Palestinian families. The company's donation went to the United Nations Relief and Works Agency, which is working to provide assistance and protection for registered Palestinian refugees in the West Bank. Number 30, Sony has donated $2 million towards humanitarian aid in Israel and Gaza. 31, GameSquare announced that it has reached a deal to acquire gaming and esports outfit FaZe Clan. Number 32, that's Netflix. A, that's a- 
That is a weird one. Uh, Netflix beta for cloud gaming has expanded to include the U.S. 33 president of Nintendo of America, Doug Bowser, said that the firm has no unions due to job satisfaction and engagement. And I can almost guarantee you that statement's going to age like milk. Um, number 34. This I had a question for you about this one. TwitchCon is this weekend, and with it, Microsoft is launching a new advertisement campaign, which saw the Xbox logo on the Las Vegas Sphere. I did see that. It saw not just that. It saw a full preview, including Starfield things and stuff like that. I have to ask you, since you have experience providing support on large screens, Uh how horrible (laughs) do you think it would be... to provide support for the fucking Las Vegas sphere. I mean, I got to imagine there's just squads of of people. Oh, for sure because you the amount of um heavy machinery that you would need. Mm-hmm. Like if you just lost it's it's an LED panel, so it's yeah. probably done like the I'm assuming it's done very close to the same way that like the billboards are mm-hmm. where they are just very small. Yeah. Sections. Like modular. That you can just pop out and pop in as they break. But if one of those went out on the top and you can't access the outside top from inside, mm-hmm. that means you somehow have to get up there. Yeah. And I don't know what that means. And I don't want to know. And not to mention it's outside and inside. Right. But inside, you know, you could do it with a, a mm. wa- essentially a wave, even though the thing is massively tall. But like you, there's probably ways that you can do that of just like, Actually driving in a crane or something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, to do that, uh, I don't know. Wild. Yeah. Wild. And finally, Iron Man from Motive has been confirmed to be using Unreal Engine 5. The game is still in early reproduction. Ah, uh, Motive. Um, also from TwitchCon, I believe I saw a thing earlier that said that they are allowing you now to simultaneously stream from any provider. Which is something they previously did not let you do if you were like partnered with them or whatever. Hmm. Interesting. But I believe they're. It's their time to start announcing all the things that make people not want to leave because people have been bouncing for kick and whatever else for. Yeah. Back to we're back to the early mixer days and whatever of YouTube gaming people mm-hmm. bouncing for money. So I think they're trying to mixer. Mixer still blows my mind. As soon as it was starting to get good, it gets they pulled. pulled the plug. Yep. I bet they were worried about um uh what's the word I'm looking for? We just we just spent months talking about it. Um antitrust stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean maybe. I I don't know if they were worried about that so much as that they were worried that maybe maybe there was no way that they could truly compete at like it wasn't a profitable enough thing fast enough that they're yeah. like we're we're just actually pissing money away and we don't need to be involved in this. Yeah, because they kind of have that going on with Xbox right now as well. So they're like, like if they were going to do that, I could see them buying Twitch from Amazon instead. Yeah, which Amazon wouldn't do that probably. No, they wouldn't. But I but I could see them doing something along those lines where they're just like we're just going to buy an existing one that just works and not not participate anymore now that they've. 
because it was right as they ended that they started shifting into we're just gonna buy a bunch of studios and make games now because i i think that was still when they were in limbo of like we don't know what we want to do yeah like all right we got halo and gears uh what do we want to what do we want to do i don't know stream Mm, by bethesda oh okay we'll do that So anyway, it's been uh, two weeks. You've been uh, been doing anything? Knock anything out? Not really. Still right, the same. <laughs> same, same. Same old, same old. Did the old gallivanting. Went to Gettysburg for the 30, 30 year anniversary of the Gettysburg movie. About the Rocketeer? I did meet the Rocketeer. I also watched Stephen Lang flip out and leave. Oh. that I didn't tell you guys that part. No, you didn't. Um, long story short. We bought VIP tickets, so sure. we got um, we got to do like a, a smaller dinner at the Historical Society, Adams County Historical Society, and it was about a hundred people. And um, I don't know, I don't know exactly what happened because I was in mid conversation with a guy from New Jersey about how his parents retired to the Tug Hill area because they love the snowmobile, and. Um, small small world right just a whole sentence there i'm like what the fuck and the table in front of like immediately in front of us was the the director was sitting at the table director of the iceberg movie and from what i could gather uh he got in some sort of verbal dispute with someone that started to like uh, look like it might turn physical well in gettysburg there's only one way to solve this yeah exactly you're right where you need to be (laughs) so like outside They split it up. They like people split them up, and like the table. So we are here. Yep. This table was the director and some other people, Got it. and this table here was like Stephen Lang and like a lot of the bigger actors. Sure. And Stephen Lang's uh pretty prolific in Gettysburg because he spent a lot of time and money and resources and stuff like investing and like so he's he's donated a ton of money into the Adams County Historical Society, all that stuff. And, like, he lost it. He, like, stood up and it was like, we don't need any of that behavior here. It's been a good weekend. And, uh, you know, said a bunch of stuff and then stormed out. And then apparently he was outside, like, throwing things. So. So he he did the whole speech about how we don't need any of this. Yes. And then he went and outside. It's been a good and weekend. This. And then I'm just going to go outside and do the exact thing I just said we don't need. Yes. You got it. Yep. All right. So that was just to make sure we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah. So that was. You should have walked outside and been like, "Hey, Stephen, I know you don't know who I am, but you just said we weren't going to do this, and you're doing it." <laughs> and this uh, just seems really counterproductive to to the entire. Like you just told me, "Don't eat the cookie." Yeah. It's... And now I see you with a handful of cookies. Yeah. That's kind of rude. What can I throw? <laughs> can I throw something? <laughs> So then, uh, before we left, we I stopped. We stopped over to the actor who plays the Rocketeer, um, Billy Mitchell, and I was like, "Gettysburg is great and all, but I could really go for a Rocketeer sequel." And he was like, super jazzed up about it, which was funny to watch. I I, I could almost picture him being like, <laughs> "Nobody else here knows who I am." <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, I don't know. It was a. It was a. It was an interesting weekend. There was a lot of characters there. Like, there's just so many characters. I can only imagine. Um, I mean, you're in Gettysburg, and then you're there for us, not just, like, visiting. You're there for a celebration. There was so much going on, too, this week, uh, that yeah. weekend. There was an Apple Festival. The college was having, like, their homecoming thing. Oh, that's true. It would have been about that time, yeah. 
Um, it was a shit show. But uh, that was my last weekend, and then other than that, I've done haven't done shit. <laughs> Watching anime, hating myself because you know I don't have any hobbies that I can enjoy anymore. And uh, you know all my sim racing stuff is still stacked up in the corner. And uh, yeah, that's depression for you. How was your? <laughs> How was your week? Your two weeks? Ah, oh, depression filled. Nah, yeah, I. I'm assuming not much better. <laughs> no, not really. Uh, it, it do be what it do be. Yeah. Um, life does happen. Life does happen. Life uh, finds a way <laughs> to make you feel like shit. I don't have a. I was gonna say I don't have enough chest hair. I 100 percent have enough chest hair, but I do not own a black shirt like that, or have the the slick curly hair of a Jeff Goldblum from yeah. Jurassic Park, or just ooze the sex appeal or whatever, whatever Fuck appeal yourself. he has. Excuse you. <laughs> Listen, I mean, there's no, no. You're not. <coughs> Trust me, you're right. You're right. Jeff Goldblum was making there's, a joke now. You know, there's oh. normal people. Which and there's you know, whatever that is, and then there's Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> uh, where I can't explain it. And then there's Prince, which really doesn't make any sense I to me. Yep. Nope. Can't explain that one either. And David Bowie's right up there with him. Yeah. They're, but they're both dead. Yeah. So, you know. Too much sucks. Are, chances are better. That's true. It doesn't lower the bar. <laughs> uh, no, just uh, did some. Tried to play Forza. Realized my yeah. GPU's not good. Uh, not good enough anymore, specifically. And then, as I even I just did like a couple races, and I was like, "This would be a lot better if this PC didn't suck." Yeah, because I'm having to play on like low settings just visually. Listen, you got your money's worth out of that that GPU. You should fucking damn you right should I did. frame that fucker and put it somewhere. It's damn right, I did 1070 Ti <laughs> for years. Yeah, um, and I really up until fairly recently, I feel like it's it's been fine. Yeah, Literally, it's it did Starfield fine. Yeah. It's more just like it's just once it came to something where I was like, I'm going to notice high density frame problems. Like mm-hmm. this can't happen now. Yeah. Um. So that's an issue, but it made me want to play Gran Turismo again. Uh. So I've been watching playoff baseball, which has gotten me a little bit of the show itch. Mm-hmm. But Spider Man came out, so that's downloaded and ready to go. Because I'm jazz for that. I'm so excited. That should be a lot of fun. I I usually gotta beat him up before. Yeah, uh, they're like a dragon guide. Mm. Spider Man to me, in my mind, I've never played it. In my mind, it, it's like the same thing as like Assassin's Creed. No. Well, like it it so yes. serves the same purpose, but better. Yes, but better. Yes, but better. Okay. Uh, think closer to like Arkham. I know that doesn't make necessarily hold us, but it's either. but it's the same combat style, mm-hmm. or even like I say, same combat style. It's more fluid, but it's like early Assassin's yeah, Creed, like Ghost of Tsushima style thing, yeah, where it just kind yeah, of works. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, that's what it's closer to. Yeah, not Assassin's Creed, Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, where it's got all that beautiful freedom and uh, it's, it's so pretty, and you actually enjoy the story, and you're like, yeah, I, yeah, I do feel like I'm a samurai. I do feel like I'm Spider Man. I am the Ghost of Tsushima. Or sorry. I am the Ghost of Tsushima. I will use the poison to defeat the Mongols. Fuck you, Uncle. <laughs> um Yeah, so there's that. Uh so I'm excited to play those. Uh 
WoW patch is on the way. Officially announced to be releasing on November 7th. BlizzCon's coming up, right? BlizzCon is at the end of the month, slash beginning of November. Then they get done with that, get back in the office, release the patch. After they release the patch, one week later is when the raid and everything starts. And that's when it begins. The 14th. The 14th we go ham. And then hopefully we'll have some... uh... Then I'll have like a dragon at that point. I'll have Alan Wake 2 at that point. Ooh. Uh, Football manager will be out. If I'm playing it, I'm still kind of on the fence. Um, It's got the full slate. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Super Mario RPG is coming up in November. Super Mario Wonder is out now. I still need to play Mirage. Uh, So, there's a list of fucking hair somewhere in my face. Um, There's hair all over your face. uh, Fucking rude. (laughs) Accurately rude. Uh, And it's gray. I was literally having the conversation today about how, like... How gray I am? That's weird. <laughs> Who's asking? Is it Amy? <laughs> how, like, that's... My, my, <laughs> that's showing my age the most. It's the gray hair of my beard, and... There's a few spots in my beard where I, like, was looking in the mirror the other day, and I'm like, holy shit, that's white. <laughs> like, four strands. And you're just like, yeah, it's those like a are... Chunk. Yeah, there's, there's a bunch there's a bunch of patches but there were four like right underneath my lower my bottom lip that was just like suck i'm like <laughs> whoa hey calm down but the the best part is i look for i look like a just for mine commercial not so much in the beard but because my gray is uh, what do you call this area i don't know i mean like, it's right above your sideburns yeah but that that it's area the, it's is, such like the cliche place to go grab. It is yes, it is the it is the correct place. Not it is it not, is 100%. not like a skunk patch or something random in the middle of my head. But mm-hmm. it's just just salt and pepper starting on the sides. Yeah, it's distinguished looking. Yeah, and then I've got a I've got a streak. Some, wait, hold on. Which way does my hair flop? This way. There's streak somewhere in here mm-hmm. that shows up every now and then. That is like. Oh, yeah. And just so you know, I do have a Cruella DeVille's mm-hmm. silver run through here somewhere. I'm like, yeah, I am old. <laughs> <laughs> I am distinguished, but old. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's about what's up. Playoff baseball, football season's going in. League of Legends World. Uh, I think you mean Taylor Swift season. Stop that. Fucking stop <laughs> that right now. I'm not having you, who doesn't know shit, also be the same level as the national media. I'm so torn because like I'm so fucking sick of hearing about Taylor Swift, but I love the fact that all the people are all the football people are getting pissed off about it. Cause I also dislike football. Uh, it's like I didn't mind it for the first week of just like haha puns and all yeah. these silly things. Mm-hmm. But they're literally a play happens that even like Kelsey's not involved in and they'll cut mid play to her and the I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. Why? Oh, because she's here watching a game. Yeah, who the so fuck was cares? Ryan Reynolds, Hugh Jackman. Uh, I don't even remember Ryan Reynolds. Blake Lively. They were all there. I get, yeah, I get why we're showing Taylor, but like, we don't need to talk about it anymore. It's a th- let yeah. them live their lives. Can we please watch the football game? Yeah, like I'm here to watch the football game. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. Uh. 
and League of Legends Worlds is running right now. But it's in Korea, so it's oh, all it's all time frame. Yeah, yeah, so we can watch replays. Um, because that's usually what I've been doing is I'll like throw on a replay to like fall asleep or something. Uh, and then by the time I wake up, the either the new one, the live stuff is in like the later half, so I can watch the back half live. Mm. Or I have a new vod that I can start watching <laughs> again. Um, but they're doing a. We'll have to. I'll have to show you after. They're doing a very different style of rather than did rather than do groups like they've done before i believe they did a round robin now they're doing a swiss style tournament and then they use they're doing all these things to give like the most opportunities to filter teams out still Mm. without just doing a group into like a weird regular bracket thing okay it's a very like interesting system so I'll show you after because it'll be yeah. way, it'll make way more sense to have somebody else explain it that's not me and, and with pictures. Okay, but yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, I'm good. I got nothing. All right, then we'll see you guys in a week. Actually, this time, so toodaloo, bye bye.